of December 21 through 27, 2012. I'm your host, David Tanner, and glad you've come to join with us today here on Main Menu. We have quite a program lined up for you this week. We know you are very busy this holiday time of the year, and we are very appreciative uh, that the, you have stopped by to be with us here on Main Menu today. And we hope it is an enjoyable and informative program for you. Among the things that we have today on Main Menu are holiday greetings from a number of the members of menu staff and some other folks also are going to come along and give their holiday greetings. Then we have Mr. Tim Cummings, one of our staff members of Main Menu, is going to be interviewing a representative from GW Micro and they're going to be talking about Windows 8.0 and they're going to talk about how Windows 8 works with Windows 8 and they're going to talk about a number of new features in Windows and there are quite a number of new features that you'll want to hear about on Windows. The biggest one of those being of course the access to Windows 8 and then of course many many other features that are new in the new Windows 8. Then David Woodbridge from Vision Australia is going to come in and he's going to talk to us and demonstrate the way that now you can purchase an app on the App Store with your iPhone, iTouch or iPad. Once you've purchased it, downloaded it, you can automatically right from the App Store. Go ahead and launch that app as soon as you have finished downloading it. And he's going to show you all about how to do that. And then David comes back again and he is going to talk about, show us the Reminders app on the Macintosh. And in order to really give you an appreciation for all that you can do with the Reminders app, David is not only going to show you the app, he's going to demonstrate how he uses the Reminder app between his Macintosh and his iOS iPhone 4S to keep track of appointments and other things that he has going on in his busy schedule. And that's all here on Main Menu today, and you won't want to miss any of those. Now, just a special announcement for you. Next week here on Main Menu is going to be a very special week. We're going to have a two-hour special. It's an end-of-the-year special, and Chase Crispin, our executive producer of Main Menu, and I will be co-hosting the program. And we're going to take a look back at the year and look at some of the highlights that we have aired on Main Menu this year and maybe even talk a little bit about some of the things we're planning on doing and looking forward to doing in the coming year. And so we really hope you'll be here for that. It will start at the regular time, but it will be a two-hour show instead of one one-hour show. So you, you be sure to be here and listen and get in on not only the highlights for this year, but learn something about some of the new things that we anticipate coming on Main Menu for 2013. Well, we need to get on into this week's show right away here soon, but we do want to take this chance again to thank you for being around this year on Main Menu, and thank you for being here today, and we look forward to seeing you again next week and next year.
Hi, I'm Chase Crispin, the executive producer of Main Menu. I'm just here to wish all of you Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year from all of us here at Main Menu. We thank you for listening and supporting us throughout the past year. We've certainly enjoyed bringing you coverage of all of the new and existing technology. We certainly are looking forward to the upcoming year and all of the new things it will bring. So be sure to stay tuned to Main Menu throughout 2013 and beyond. Thank you for listening and happy holidays. Hi, this is David Woodbridge from Vision Australia. I hope you've enjoyed listening to my podcast through the year and hope to bring you many more in 2013. Have a great Christmas and a fantastic new year. Hi everybody, this is Mary Emerson. I'm on the main menu team and I wanted to wish everybody all around the world listening to main menu, all of you and your families, friends, everybody, a fabulous holiday season full of food and fun and a wonderful, joyous 2013. Thank you for listening to Main Menu. Hello everyone, welcome to Main Menu. This is Tim Cummings and today I'm very happy to be speaking with Stephen Clower from GW Micro who's going to tell us all about Windowize 8.0 and all the great stuff that... Uh, is packed into this new update. And Steve, I was reading the, the README the, uh, this morning, and I was like, oh, my God, they've really done a lot of work on this thing. Well, why don't we start with, because um, I'm sure everybody's, especially people who are buying new computers or, or thinking about upgrading, are worried about the whole Windows 8 uh Deal. So why don't you uh, why don't you talk about you know Windows 8 and what what the new Windowize does to it to deal with that operating system, which is kind of new and probably scary for a lot of people.
Awesome, awesome. Well, I think that's fine. For those of us who are still um, retro people and using Windows 7 or XP, which I'm using in this computer, I noticed that there's a lot that you've put into Windowize version 8. Um, and one thing is that you've really um, focused on um, some changes on using the Internet. And I'd like you to talk a little bit about those because um, it seems like you've done a lot of upgrades to um, IE and just the Internet stuff in general. Now, what happens if you like land on, say, a comma box, which is another thing that you'll find in a lot of forms?
Now, will, will those of us who are still running, say, even Internet Explorer 8, notice a difference um, with with Windows 8 and in, in, in even an older version of Internet Explorer? Are there certain keys that you have to use or, or, or certain commands that you have to learn, or is this it just, just pretty intuitive if you get to a page that, that contains ARIA? Now, one of the other things they talks about in the update is you've improved your support for Java. Talk a little bit about that and how that will affect Windows users.
Now, have you tested uh, Windows 8 with OpenOffice, and how well is it uh, working? One of the things that uh, there's been a lot of buzz on the list about is Windowize has support for some new synthesizers now. That's cool. That's very cool. Now, do the high premium voices, they, they're still pretty responsive under window eyes? Well, I've been a big deck talk 
fan for a long time. And one of the things that I always liked about Window Eyes was you guys not only had a Deck Talk Access 32, but you had a Deck Talk Access 32 that was uh, designed uh, specifically for Window Eyes. And I always found it was a very responsive synth. Wow. Wow. I'll have to grab those as soon as I download my window eyes at eight, pick them up. Um, two things I want to point out, and this is, this is a, a real compliment to GW Micro and not just because I'm a window eyes user, but two things I'd noticed you've done in this version which people are going to say, wow. I said, wow, when I when I saw the info about this. One is that window eyes will now run in safe mode, which is a first. Now, isn't also something related to this that WindowEyes will work better now if you're running it as WindowEyes Mobile?
Now, now, when do I run on a U3 um, drive? Excellent, excellent. The other feature that, and I've been saying, why haven't they done this for years? And you guys finally did, and this is this is just amazing. Is uh, many of us have the problem where we're doing something on our computer, and all of a sudden we mute our sound card by mistake, and then we're out in the cold unless we've got sighted assistance to uh, help us get back into uh, into the swing of things. And you guys have done something about that. That is awesome. That is that is very cool. Now, are there any other um, applications that you've that you've worked on for uh, Windows Eight in terms of uh, updating standard applications? I know I saw something about email and something about Office uh, that you've done some work on on th on those two. Excellent, excellent. Is there anything that I've missed, or if we, uh, is there anything else that you want to cover here, or? Um...
Well, that's cool because it, it obviously uh, is, there's less of a learning curve then if you want to migrate over to Windows. So where should people go to find out more about Windows 8 and uh, give us the GW Micro's contact information so people can go and grab a demo if they want or, you know, even purchase it? Well, awesome, Stephen. Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, I'm really excited about this new Windows 8. This is Jacques Tisdall from Knoxville, Tennessee. And I would like to wish the entire staff of Main Menu and all the Main Menu listeners a very happy holiday from Knoxville, Tennessee. God bless him again. Merry Christmas. Hi there, Main Menu listeners. This is Tim Cummings from the Main Menu production team wishing everyone happy holidays. Hi, I'm John Gassman. And I'm Larry Gassman. We're long-time listeners to Main Menu and... We've uh, been in radio ourselves, doing the old-time radio programs on Same Time, Same Station for, geez, must be 32, well, since 1980. Since 1980, yeah. Yeah, and we're still doing them on the Internet, and we couldn't do any of this stuff without technology, Such without as, our screen reader jaws, and without SoundForge. Right, and now the iPhone, of course. But we do want to take just a couple of minutes to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I look forward to listening weekly to Main Menu and to the many offerings and uh, look forward to doing so again in 2013. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year from John and Larry Gaspar. I want to thank the entire Main Menu team for a great year of shows. Happy holidays to all Main Menu and ACB radio listeners. The following presentation is brought to you on Main Menu, courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Welcome to this iOS 6 demonstration. And in this demonstration, I just want to show you a new feature in the App Store where when you purchase an application, you can actually stay in the App Store and choose to keep browsing through the App Store or indeed you can then open up the application you just downloaded from the app application itself. You actually don't have to go and find it on one of your home screens. 
So let me say as usual that I've got my iPhone in my case 4S turned on. VoiceOver is running and I'm currently sitting at my home screen. And I should also add that I've currently got my hints turned off with VoiceOver. And as we all know, to find an item on the screen, we can do a one finger flick left and right to move item by item, drag our finger anywhere on the screen to find an item, and then of course, one finger double tap on the screen anywhere to activate the last item that we just heard. So I'm going to touch the middle of my screen. Reminders, two new items. And do one finger flick to right to find the app, app. Clock, game center, newsstand, iTunes, app store. Okay, there's the app store app. I don't know why I just call it the app, app, but never mind. One finger double tap to open up the app store. App Store, Tab, one. Genius, Heading. I'm not going to worry about downloading a specific application, so I'm just going to go down to the Feature tab. Featured, Tab, okay. 1 of 5. One finger double tap, touch towards the top of the screen. Categories, Button. Okay, one finger flick to the right. Cosmic Bump, Image, Games, Image, Run, Roo, Run, Image, See All. New and noteworthy, heading level, sky view, explore the universe, education dollar sign 1.99, image, sky view, explore the universe, education, $1.99, listed. Okay, and of course I was doing one finger flick to right to move item by item. So I'm going to buy that sky view application just for the demo purpose. One finger double tap. $1.99, info, back, back button. Okay, one finger flick to the right. Info, heading, share, button, sky view, explore the unit. $1.99, button. Okay, one finger double tap. Buy app. One finger double tap again and buy app. Installing a secure text field is editing okay, type password. In my password. And I'll just pause the recording while I put in my password. Okay, I've just typed in my password, touched towards the top of the screen. Secure text field is editing 11 characters. Cancel. OK button. Okay, I'm just flicking the one finger to get to the OK button. One finger double tap. Related button. Okay, and if I do one finger flick to the left. Reviews button. Details button. 12 lists. Education. Sky view, installing, dimmed, button. Okay, it's currently installing and it's dimmed because it's active and we'll just wait for a minute. $1.99, button. Okay, now as you heard, it's actually switched back and now it's saying $1.99. Button. One finger double tap. Alert. Sky view would like to use your current location. Okay, so what it's actually done is it's now opening up the application itself. So it really shouldn't have actually said $1.99 again. It actually should have said open because the install basically finished. But as you can tell, it read out the price again rather than the open button. Let me do one finger flick to the right. Don't allow button. And it allows Skyview to use my current location. Okay, button. Double tap. Skyview. Tutorial. Skip button. Okay, and now I'm running the application. Let me just press home to come out of there. Zany touch. And it's landed on. Let's do one finger flick to the right. Zello. Sky view. Sky view, which I believe is on page. Page seven of seven. Page seven Adjustable. of seven. So it's a lot easier now to launch an application that you've just downloaded from the App Store because you can open it up inside the App Store itself when the app, as you can tell, is finished downloading. Now, on other occasions where the install is finished, that control has actually said open rather than the price of the app. So with future updates of the App Store app itself and the controls, I'm sure we're going to have it say open once you've paid for the app and it's completed downloading. But anyway, as you can tell, you can indeed launch apps directly from the App Store now. So that concludes this quick demonstration of the ability to be able to launch apps from the App Store. Hope you've enjoyed listening to this demonstration. Thanks for listening and bye for now.
Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Hello everybody, Chris Gray here from St. Louis, Missouri, saying Merry Christmas. Hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Marvin and I are going to Seattle for a few days, so we're going to have fun there, you know. And uh, just wanted to say something to my former listeners, former supporters at the radio. And guess what? I'm coming back in 2013. I've got a new show. It's very exciting. No details here, but uh, I will tell you this. The song you're hearing right now is a hint about what that show might be. And I'm going to have a great friend and colleague helping me out. And we're just going to have lots of fun in 2013. Hello, and also a big hello from the Missouri Council of the Blind. Have a great Christmas. Happy New Year. See you in 2013. Hey, everyone. It's Rich Cavallaro, member of the Main Menu Production Team. I just want to take this opportunity here on Main Menu to wish everyone a safe and enjoyable holiday season. 2012 has been a great year for the technology industry, and I'm quite sure that 2013 will be just as good, if not better. I, along with all the other members of the Main Menu Production team, look forward to bringing you the latest and greatest in technology news, reviews, and interviews. The following presentation is brought to you on Main Menu, courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Welcome to this demonstration of VoiceOver and Mountain Lion. In this demonstration, I'd like to show you the new application in Mountain Lion, which is Reminders, which you can use both on your Mac and, of course, your iOS device, whether that's your iPhone, iPod Touch or iPad. And I thought rather than just having a look at the Reminders app in isolation, I thought I'd actually do a demonstration on how I actually use the Reminders app on my Mac and then use it on my iPhone for such activities as going shopping etc. So let me say first of all that I've got my MacBook Pro turned on, VoiceOver is running and as usual let me start from a known spot on my Mac by going to the desktop with Shift VOD. Of course the VO keys being the control and option keys head down together. So that's Shift VOD or Shift Control Option D and I'll do that now. Desktop, Dropbox, Selected Areas. Okay, now we want to go to Reminders. So I'm going to do Shift Command A for my Applications folder. Applications, now in Applications window. And I'm just going to type in REM for Reminders. Reminders.app application. And again you heard it say Reminders.app. It's saying .app because I've got my file extensions turned on in the Finder. So I'm going to open up Reminders by doing Command-O for open. Open. Reminders. Reminders. Window. Reminders. Search. Search text field. Now I've actually been using this before I did the demonstration. I've been doing my shopping list for today to remind me to pick up some stuff from the shops when we go shopping. So I'm just going to do Control-Option-Writer or VO-Writer. Vertical Splitter. Viewing shopping list. Four reminders. Reminders card. Okay, there's my card for my current shopping list. 
Energy via router control option router. Reminder lists table shopping list selected. There's my all my lists of reminders that I've currently got. It's a table. I keep going via router control option router. Hide reminder lists button. Yeah, I can hide the reminder list via router control option router. Hide calendar button. I can hide or show the calendar. New list menu button. New list menu button. And keep going. New list menu button. Okay, and we finish. So if I access that menu button, I'm going to do VO spacebar control option spacebar. Menu, two items. iCloud. Yeah, I can assign it to my main primary iCloud account, which is one that I've just named iCloud. And one more down. DAVIDW9ME.com. And that was my original ME account that's now been transferred over to the iCloud. But by default, I use the first one as my primary iCloud account. And remember, all this reminder stuff is working through iCloud. So the syncing up of notes, bookmarks, etc., is all done through your iCloud account. So I'm just going to press Escape for the moment. Closing menu, new list, menu button. Okay, now I'm just going to make sure that I'm currently in my shopping list, even though it actually says it's displaying the card. Let's just double check. So I'm going to do VO left arrow, control option left arrow. Hide calendar, hide reminder. Reminder list, table, shopping list, selected. Okay, so shopping list selected. I'll just share what other lists I've created so far. So I'm going to interact with this table with shift VO down or shift control option down Interact with reminder list, table, row three of seven, selected. Shopping list, row three of seven, selected cell. Okay, so that's my shopping list. It's going to go VO up arrow, control option up arrow. iCloud. Okay, one more. Completed. Okay, so that's completed. That's my reminders that have been completed. If I come down. iCloud. This is my main iCloud account that I've got my reminder list underneath. So I keep going down again. Shopping list. Okay, there's shopping list. Misc. There's miscellaneous, normally for things to remind me around the house. Down again. Work. That's my work reminder list. DAVIDW9 at ME.com. And I come down to my other secondary iCloud account, which I'm currently not using for reminders at the moment. Work. Okay, I'm going to go up via up arrow, drop up arrow. Misc. Shopping list. So if I wanted to select another one, I could just move the focus up to it and then uninteract. Let's just do quickly do that. I'm going to come down. Misc. There's my miscellaneous. So I'm going to uninteract with shift VO up arrow or shift control option up arrow. Stop interacting with reminder lists table. Misc. Selected. Okay, that's now selected. So if I did VO left arrow control option left arrow. Viewing misc. Three reminders. Reminders card. Okay, that's viewing the miscellaneous card. And I've got three reminders in there at the moment. So let me come back to my reminders list table. Reminder list table. Misc. Okay. Interact again with shift VO dinner, shift control option dinner. Interact with reminder list. Okay, VO upper, control option upper. Shopping list. Okay, there's my shopping list. Come out of that. Stop interacting with so reminder. Interact with shift VO upper, shift control option upper. Now VO left arrow, control option left arrow. Viewing shopping list. Four reminders, reminders card. Interact with the card with shift VO dinner. Interact with viewing shopping list. Four reminders, reminders card. Two items, add reminder button, add reminder button. Okay, that's add reminder. Now I'll do that in a minute because I've got two more items that I want to pick up at the shops today. But I'm going to do VO right here, control option right arrow. Reminders table. Now here's my table. Okay, so I'm going to interact with this table. This is the list of reminders in my shopping list. So interact with shift VO dinner, shift control option dinner. Interact with reminders table, row two of five, cheese. Today at 12.00 p.m. Cheese. Uncheck checkbox. Reminder info button. Okay, and of course it's not checked because I haven't actually completed it. And I'll set it up to remind me at 12 p.m. today when I'm going shopping. So if I do VO down, drop down. Juice. Today at 12.00 p.m.
p.m. Juice. Again? Fruit bars. Today, 12.00 p.m. Fruit okay. bars. New reminder, row 505 blank. And we come down to a new reminder row. Stop interacting with reminders table. Okay, now I want to get to that add another reminder button. So I'm just going to do VA left arrow, control option left arrow. Add reminder button. And I'm going to add a reminder. So VA spacebar, control option spacebar. Edit text blank. Okay, and we need to pick up apples today as well. So I'm going to type in apples. A P S apples. Reminder info button. And I just did VO right arrow contraption right arrow to remind the button. VO spacebar contraption spacebar. Apples. Eleven items. Apples. And Content right selected. Edit text. Order. Remind me. Remind me. Uncheck checkbox. And I'll check it. VO spacebar contraption spacebar. Check checkbox. VO right arrow contraption right arrow. On a day. On a day. The 24th of July 2012. Day. Which sounds good to me. And again, VO right arrow contraption right arrow. 12 p.m. time. And it's already set for 12 p.m. That's fine. So I just press escape. Check where my cursor is with VO F3 or control option F3. Cheese. Today at 12.00 p.m. Cheese. We're back on the table. Now let me see if apples has been added. So it's probably currently at the bottom. So let me just do VO down control option down. Juice. Fruit bars. Apples. Today at 12.00 p.m. Apples unchecked checkbox. Reminder info button. Okay. And there we go. So I've done that reminder. So that's all I have to do for the moment for that. So I'm actually just going to close reminders by just doing Command Q. Finder, Applications, Window, Reminders, App Application. Okay, now I don't have to check in the reminders to see what I've currently got reminding myself for today. I can check in the notifications area. So I'm going to do VOM twice, Control Option M for Mary twice. Men menu Extras, Notification Center, Menu Extra. Menu Extras, Notification Center, Menu Extra. Now I was already on Notifications Center in the menu bar for the Extras menu now. Uh, remember that's not called Status Menu anymore, it's called the Extras menu. And I'm going to do VO Spacebar, Control Option Spacebar. Notification Center, Window, System Dialog, Notification Center. Close, Notification Center. Okay, I'm going to do VO Right Arrow, Control Option Right Arrow. Close, Button, Notifications, Table. Okay, interact with the notifications table. Interact with notifications table, row 2 of 7. Click to tweet button, share widget, row 2 of 7. Okay, VO down, option dinner. Reminders. Okay, here's my reminder notifications. So if I do VO down, option dinner. Cheese in 54 meters. <laughs> Cheese in 54 meters. I think that's supposed to say 54 minutes. Juice in 54 meters. Juice. Fruit bars. Fruit bars. Apples. Apples. In Apples in 54 meters. Okay, and that's all I've got in my reminders list at the moment in my notification center, which is great. Okay, let me just jump quickly out of the notification center by just going to my desktop with Shift VOD or Shift Control Option D. Desktop, Dropbox, selected alias. Okay, and let me now go to my iPhone, which I'll be taking with me shopping. 1108. Slide to unlock. Unlock my phone. Slide or double tap. Empty password field. For value. Ent messages. Okay, I do a one-finger flick to the right, of course, with voiceover to find my reminders application. Calendar, photos, camera, videos, maps, weather, passbook, notes, reminders. One finger double, double tap, tap to reminders. Open. Reminders, reminders, list icon, button. Okay, I'm going to one finger double tap on the list icon. Now, I should warn you at the moment, and unfortunately, I can't change my phone at the moment. I'm actually using a beta version of iOS 6 on my phone. So voiceover and the reminders app may sound slightly different. Okay, so one finger double tap. Lists, done, button. One finger flick to the right. Lists, heading, edit, button, search field. 
completed button today button iCloud heading okay that's heading for iCloud which are all my reminders lists are on one finger flick to the right shopping list button here's my shopping list double tap to show reminders reminders list icon button okay one finger flick to the right again reminders heading edit button shopping list heading add reminder button two completed okay now I've got two completed because I've already bought them already one finger flick to the right cheese today 12 p.m. double tap to edit details cheese today 12 p.m. juice Today 12 p.m. Juice. Today 12 p.m. Unchecked. Fruit buzz. Today 12 p.m. Fruit buzz. Today 12 p.m. Unchecked. Apples. Today 12 p.m. Apples. Today 12 p.m. Unchecked. Okay, so that unchecked part of the second option in each of those entries was that when I go around the shops, I can one finger double tap to check them, which means they're completed. And as you can see, it was very seamless for me adding stuff on my Mac and then basically almost instantaneously picking it up on my iPhone that I would then take with me shopping. And of course, when I check all these for completed, I can then go back onto my Mac and confirm that we've actually got everything when we've been shopping. So that was probably a little bit long-winded, but I just thought it was better to give you some idea of how reminders actually work in real life rather than just giving you a cold demonstration of creating a new reminder, creating reminders lists, etc., etc. So that completes this demonstration of reminders. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the demo. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. close up this week's main menu i want to add my greetings to those of the many others that you've heard here on the show giving you their christmas greeting or new year's greeting i'd like to take this opportunity from myself and my family to wish you a very merry christmas happy new year's happy holidays and hope you have a very happy and safe holiday season and a wonderful 2013 we'll see you back here next week on main menu with our two hour end of the year special 